Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of iZombie Radio, your source for the latest news, reviews, and everything great about the CW's iZombie. I am one of your hosts, Blaze, and I am here with Chris King and returning, <laughs> the defending iZombie hero, <laughs> Sean Carpenter! Sean, it is good to have you back. We missed you last week. How have you been, my friend? Um, still very tired. This move has killed me, and as you guys probably have noticed, I have coined the term the unpackening. Um, that might have been a hashtag I started last week. <laughs> I don't remember. And wait, you're telling me this isn't the Santa Clarita Diet podcast? <laughs> <laughs> The only show that features a strong female zombie. Dude, I love oh, yeah. I love Raul's constant like troll about that to critics and whoever. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's so he, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's really been on uh, on point with his social media, taking advantage of that uh, Supergirl episode and everything else. <laughs> Definitely. But Which yeah, I still need to watch. It's uh, it's good to it's, have you back, man. It's good to be back. I missed you guys last week. And I you too. the other third of our podcast, Chris King. Chris, how have you been? I know you're uh, you're coming off a heavy week as well for different reasons, but um, yeah, I mean, it definitely was a a relaxing, fun week visiting my friends. So I, I don't know. Heavy's probably the wrong. <laughs> the wrong word, but I mean, just, uh, I'm just still kind of a little jet lag from yesterday. It was like a full 12 hour day of travel thanks to connections. And I literally did planes, trains, and automobiles all to get home. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, like I, you know, it was heavy in the sense that like you were moving around yes. a lot, traveling and, uh, it's, it's y- at least y- tired you out. Yes. Yesterday, yesterday did for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I like wrote my review of last night's episode in like a tired days and yet somehow ended up writing more words about last night's episode than I think any other episode so far this season. So I guess uh, for me to write a lot, I just got to be sleep deprived. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, thanks. Thanks for asking, please. Yeah, it was a really good trip. Uh, um, down Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and then my friend Connor and I, we uh, over the weekend went to uh saint augustine and uh also like jacksonville beach and uh because it's somewhat eye zombie related because it involves hot sauce uh in saint augustine we went to this place called the pepper palace and i tried what was called to me anyway the hottest hot sauce in the world uh and they literally can only because uh, i'm a big hot sauce person i don't know if i've ever said that on the show before Are you a like zombie? i love uh, quite possibly. I mean, <laughs> hey, if it gives me if it gives me a chance with live more, I'm definitely a zombie. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it uh, it was really cool. But they literally could only sell it in like one ounce containers. Uh, it's called Flashbang Hot Sauce, and the guy literally had to give me less than a drop on this little plastic spoon. And and real quick, I just want to tell you because uh, I have a photo of it. And again, because the hot sauce thing somewhat really dies, zombie. It says, like, I won't read the whole thing, but it basically says, like, um, that you take full responsibility for its effects, which may or may not include excessive sweating, hiccups, burning sensation on skin upon contact, vomiting, and in extreme cases, and extreme cases, loss of consciousness. And some of the... Oh, dang. (laughs) I've never heard of some of the peppers in it either. I mean, yeah, habanero peppers, everyone's heard of those, but, like, Jolokia peppers, I'm probably butchering that pronunciation, uh, scorpion peppers, Carolina reaper peppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That last one, that last one's actually in my iZombie hot sauce. Carolina peppers? Or Carolina yeah, reaper? The, yes. Uh, Chris, don't sell this short. They're reapers. That is, yeah, very true. Yeah, that is, uh, believe me, I mean, that hot sauce must be good then because the, this stuff... Again, they literally, the guy could only give me less than a drop on this little tiny spoon. And then legally speaking, he had a, I had to give him back the plastic spoon just like, I don't know, in case I was some type of like hot sauce terrorist that was going to be like, ah, take this, people. Like, I don't know. But, uh, 
But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but no, so, and he goes, like, oh, yeah, because I was like, oh, I was like, it's good. I was like, it's definitely hot. But he was like, oh, yeah, it takes two to three minutes to kick in. And uh, after those two to three minutes kicked in, my whole, like, lips and tongue were were numb. And then Connor and I went and got ice cream so I could try to, like, cool down from it. But he also, he took a photo of my mouth afterwards, and my lips were literally, like, swollen. So, uh, but, yeah, it was fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that was my trip in a nutshell. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know. I think Livmore and, uh, and and Major and any other zombie would have appreciated the hot sauce I had. Probably. Yes. We'll and, start. Uh, we'll start distributing it to. Uh, we'll recreate the formula and distribute it to all of the secret speakeasies. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. You know, because as a zombie. Step I've, three: uh, profit. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I've I've opened up a couple of those. You know. Speakeasies as a zombie myself. Just saying, you know. I mean, I survived that hot sauce. I must be undead. Uh, so, <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. I, yeah, I wouldn't have been good able trip. to handle it. So, I, uh, I, I definitely grew like two chest hairs. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. I felt like a man. Um, so <laughs> well, I myself am doing fine. Pretty much getting into a normal routine, which feels good. But. That brings us back to uh, the show. So, there wasn't really news this week. Um, a couple of pictures from which episode? Episode 6, um, Some Like It Hot Mess. So, some new pictures uh, came out from episode 6, which will be in two weeks. Uh, um, yes, and it looks like, by the way, real quick, it looks like this is the one where Liv, from the photos, is like a DJ. Yeah. So, I don't know exactly what the brain is, but she's, like, drinking and has a turntable, and Clive's just staring at her like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? But, yeah, so those photos are around the web. People want to check them out. Yeah, so, um, always good. Get a little preview of the, uh, the upcoming episodes, but, uh, yeah, pretty much, uh, quiet otherwise. So, that will drive us right into our episode review for... Um, the fourth episode in season three, titled Wag the Tongue Slowly. Um, this episode was where Liv, uh, took, ate the brain of a woman who likes to gossip. Um, and it's pretty funny to see how they incorporate that and the other things, uh, that I guess in the, happen in the background of the show, um. That, you know, we would never care about or appreciate until they start getting pointed out. Um, mainly the uh, the little things like uh, how Liv, uh, she points out in the police precinct that, uh, what's the, why am I blanking on the other officer? Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh. How, you know, he, she points out the, the sort of little romance or possibly budding romance between him and the uh the police chief um but yeah i mean sean you missed out on on last week's episode um what how what were your thoughts on on last night i had quite a few good laughs last night for sure um just the gossiping i mentioned over and over in the live tweeting Really, live. Really, you just had to say that, <laughs> and it was mostly towards every time she mentioned anything having to do with Peyton to Ravi, just dropping Ravi even further and further down into the <sighs> hole that he was in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he. I don't think he was sober at all in that entire episode. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was definitely it was definitely an interesting episode for for Ravi, and like you said, just absolutely zero help to have Liv uh, just completely unfiltered there and not care at all, um, or at least not be thinking about the the consequences to all of her words and everything. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a really funny brain. Um, and, and yet I think Major's the one who still had the, like, the meanest line to Ravi in the episode. 
And we know you're good at waiting in cars. Oh, was... he... Oh, <laughs> yeah, that I, I was savage. I laughed, oh. but I was just like, dude, dude. I I was completely thrown off by that. I was like, Major went there. He did. He had <laughs> <to> his bro. <laughs> but, <sighs> I mean, hey, if you're dealing with a... Uh, depressed drunk friend like that when you're trying to go on this you know trying to get a little help to go on this quest to save a girl <laughs> i guess it you know push you to say some pretty pretty mean things but i mean also like maybe it'll be a good wake-up call for ravi sort of if uh i you know if 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 he realizes that may even major is to the point of sort of uh not feeling as sympathetic for him at this point. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think, too, that's just kind of like, um, that's just kind of a, like, you know, like a typical, I mean, maybe not typical, but it's just guys kind of being guys and, like, you know, like, for lack of a better word, busting each other's balls a little yeah. bit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's still to me, it just seemed like, what I, okay, so what I did like, I mean, even with that, that comment kind of, to me, took it a little bit too far, just because I still don't blame Ravi for, you know, being in the car, because he does, at the end of the season two finale, work up the courage to actually go out and, mm -hmm. and, and go in there, it's just too late. And but, I, think, uh, I think the one thing that a lot of people overlook, too, is... Ravi in that time, like he had just come off of a near death experience and basically just, the most act traumatizing action that he has ever faced. Yeah, he just killed a guy. Exactly. And then you want him, and, and then you, and then when he's already, you know, barely past that, um, in a timeline sense, you know, he, yeah, he has to sit there and think for a minute or like kind of, he, he now has a real sense for, death and like being that close to death and i think you know it's right in the forefront of his mind of that you know what the consequences might be and uh so i yeah exactly like the hesitation is completely understandable definitely and i think also but like what i did like in this episode again aside from maybe that comment was that people weren't letting him off the hook for what he did last episode i mean especially live Mm -hmm. uh, it was near the beginning when she's kind of just like, yeah, she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm staying out of it. She's like, but, you know, I think you kind of screwed things up. And I believe God's a woman, so you got a lot to do. And, you know, I just, I kind of like that. But Robbie also wasn't arguing with her. He was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I know what I did was really scummy. Um, I guess I just personally wish... And I said this in my review last night. My one issue with this episode, not, not to get into negatives, because overall I, I really, really enjoyed this episode, um, is I just wish that Peyton was being held to the same accountability as Ravi. Yes. Um, because, which, like, that was what yeah. I – sorry. That was one of the things I definitely wanted to dive into because, yeah, I agree. There's so much um, Peyton does within this episode, and exactly, she sort of is never held accountable and, like – I really, really appreciated that Liv dropped that little one-line reminder of kind of like, don't for, you know, like don't forget about the big picture here. Like, I don't want to. I am not accepting sort of my my full fate as as being a zombie. And like, she essentially is like, hey Peyton, like I didn't ask for this. Like, I still don't want this forever. Like, don't forget about the big picture here and the two people that you've known for pretty much like your life. Yeah, I think my whole issue with it is, like, it's going it, – this, like, devotion to Blaine that we've been seeing from Peyton, it kind of goes – it doesn't jive with the character we've seen, I feel like, for the past couple seasons. Like, it seems like she's putting Blaine before everyone else, even, like, t essentially just telling Liv, oh, hey, yeah, he's staying on our couch. I hope that's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah that, like, exactly. And I, you could see her discomfort in that. 
Yeah. Exactly. And I'm I'm happy that Liv has the line late in the episode where she's like, hey, like, I hope you're not losing sight of the big picture yeah. here. But to me, it still wasn't enough because where do we end the episode? Peyton and Blaine going off to sleep together. I know. Which, which isn't, it's not a bad thing in and of itself. I don't care if they're romantically involved. But it's the fact but, that Peyton, as a friend, basically just gives Liv the middle finger by doing that. She's being a crappy friend. Yes. To pay, to pay, or to, to Liv, to Major. I mean, yeah. I, know she, I know she's angry at Ravi right now, and Ravi treated her like crap. Don't get me wrong. Peyton doesn't have to be nice to Ravi at all. But she should but like, never kind of lose sight of, like, her best friend and, and what she's going through right now. Exactly. And the fact that Major is on the brink of death. Exactly. Like, that, that to me, I don't know, that to me is and what... And she's, like, flirty and cooking with Blaine. Exactly. kind of like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I, I, yeah, I'm just, I agree with you, Chris. It feels very out of character for Peyton right now. Um, and it's it just is getting frustrating to see sort of these, these, like, where her intentions, I guess, like, lie right now. And, uh, and the decisions she's making. I mean, Sean, do you want to, what are your thoughts on this? I know you sort of chimed in with us and, and get the same sense, but. It, the fact that she's not really paying attention to the bigger picture is it's as we've said it's kind of making her the worst friend ever Mm -hmm. like Liv has been your best friend since well what since before the show obviously yeah um and her her former fiance who she may or may not still have romantic feelings about is about to either die or lose who he is as a human being by taking the cure. Those are the only two outcomes right now. Because as we know, that whole memory reversal cure doesn't work, Mm -hmm. which gives us that end scene where Peyton and Blaine run off into the bedroom. And uh, I'm just... I'm I'm glad that Peyton's like a series regular for this season, but right now she's not really doing much as a character. Yeah, because we haven't seen her do much of anything in terms of her being the the ADA. Yeah, she's always had, had like a purpose or like and, a, something that's driving yeah. her because like she is an intelligent character and like you said like in the past we've seen her do like all of these great things that that really do add to the plot and the story and really do like help in ways um and keep her involved with uh, everything going on but yeah i don't know right now it's definitely tough it just feels like she's a bit more of glorified eye candy right now and i really really hope that it turns around soon because they're kind of just wasting this character at the moment mm-hmm. to to further both blaine and ravi's personal stories she's not really going through much of like a character change minus the fact that Ravi said some things and Blaine is different. She's just sort of that intermediary between both Ravi and Blaine's stories. Well, and there's a way you can tell a a good love triangle story. Like, I mean, we've seen it on other shows before. The The problem here is like, I feel like we're sacrificing real honest character, and I said this last week with Blaze, for contrived drama, especially with Robbie's behavior mm-hmm. last week, which, like, I don't, we don't need to rehash, because I know, like, I think Blaze and I literally, like, went on, like, a 20-minute tangent about it last <laughs> week, but, uh, but, but this is my issue with this whole storyline. There's a way to do it, and there's a way to do it well, um, and I think we saw hints of that at the end of last season. But we feel like we've come back this year, and it's just like, oh, how can we stir the pot more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like you said, Sean, it's sacrificing like what 
Peyton's role is in the story. Like, I don't need Peyton to be going after, like, a criminal like Mr. Boss again or something like that. But when she feels so disconnected mm-hmm. from Liv and Major, and also one quick other point, I still don't buy into the fact that Major and, like, Liv would show up at Blaine's, like, club gig at the end of last week. Like, Blaine thanks her for it again at the yep. beginning of this. Don't buy – like, it just – it just feels like it's trying so hard to justify this. And like, when, when, yeah. When in fact, again, like, yes, I understand he's a different person because he doesn't have his memories and apparently is never going to get them back. But, like, still look at that guy's face. That is the dude that turned you into a zombie, Liv. That is the dude that killed you, Major. That is the face of the guy who murdered kids, who killed Lowell, who did all these other things. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're just kind of like, well, Payton likes him, so... Yeah. And just... He must be an okay dude. Yeah, right? Like, I love David Anders as much as the next guy, but, like, I... That I... does not uh, take away from the character and exactly. his you history gotta... in the show. And it worked before when Blaine was a villain because he was always kind of on the fringes of what everything else was going on. Mm-hmm. And then he'd come in a little bit with... You know the 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 Stacy Boss storyline, or uh, you know the the Utopium storyline, or whatever have you. Um, but that's the that's the problem right now is he feels like he's being forced in to the story, and it's hurting the other characters. And, and especially what I want to add too is like. Only a cu- only a couple weeks ago in the premiere, you know, they had that they kick things off with that whole like Team Z group chat and ever and you know lives basically like no more secrets, like everybody on the same page, and obviously that's gonna get skewed and um, and you know I guess messed up because of everything that goes on and um, and the events that happen. But still, it's just little things like again going back to like she doesn't even ask live if like it's cool if blaine stays with them or anything and just like i don't know i feel like for they really you know that was supposed i feel like that was an important scene between all the main characters and everything about just like this honesty and upfrontness and keeping that between them and it's already sort of like breaking down for what feels like pointless reasons yeah i kind of miss villain blaine to be honest yeah, I do makes too. Makes me really miss miss villain Blaine. I I like this new iteration of him. I do, and I I think it's kind of a cool thing to explore. Yeah, but it just feels like they're fast tracking it. Yeah, to create uh, yeah. to create, create drama. Like exactly, it doesn't feel like it, it's like I just to us the viewers, you know, week by week, like clear definitely not enough time has passed and not enough events have. Uh, taken place with new Blaine to really make him, you know, like likable or, or allow us to kind of like grow, um, used to the idea or anything. Like you said, Chris, like I don't dislike it either, but I agree in that it, it feels like in a span of three, four weeks already. Um, like you said, something like live and major going to his concert, you know, his performance is, ridiculous yeah and it's also too like with last thing i'll say about it too the love triangle thing yeah ravi's what ravi did last week was inexcusable like i'm just last he's a dick he's a dick for what he did he doesn't deserve to be with peyton after doing that like what have you but it, it kind of bums me out that peyton was so ready to be with ravi last week and, and then, now yeah. she's and, now and then she just immediately dropped it. Yep. Or, or, or not even that she immediately dropped it. I don't care. Drop Ravi. But then to immediately go with Blaine. Mm-hmm. That that to me, it's just like, yo, Peyton, like, you never needed a guy before. And it just, uh, that's what kind of, it's just, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's the 13 episodes this season. So maybe things are being like a little bit fast tracked in that department. I, I don't know. But it's the one weak spot of the season because everything else, like especially, and I'm sure we can get to this, like the major stuff oh, yeah. has been, has been excellent. Yep. Excellent. And yeah. it's just, 
it sucks because it's the one weak link, and I'm just like, and, and it's with characters I really enjoy, too. Like, I really like Pain. I love Ravi. I love Blaine. And I'm just like, come on. Yeah. But... No, but I but agree. I, I mean, but let's, uh, with that, how about we switch over to Major? Because I agree, like, while that, everything with Peyton and Blaine and the love triangle is, isn't, you know, uh, hitting it how I wanted it to, Major has been the, for me, like, the highlight of this season so far. Agreed. Um, <laughs> Sean? Uh, he's definitely, he's definitely turned himself around from last season where he kind of was just the chaos killer last season mm-hmm. and only that or the chaos kidnapper I guess we should say because he never actually killed anyone <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it this so far has been giving him a lot more like of a three dimensional full fleshed out character and giving him sort of actual feelings to what he's doing. The fact that, especially with this episode, he just really, really shined as like a hero, like character. He's like, I made this promise to someone. He's Don Quixote. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait until we get the, uh, the documentary about all of this titled uh, From Chaos to Quixote, the Major Lily White story. Literally right now. Literally right now. I promise you. Write that down, Blaze. Write that down. Trademark it and just hold on to it. Oh, man. <laughs> Because we need to use that as like an episode title in <laughs> our in our postseason recap, <laughs> right? Document yeah, we'll Major's do, uh, journey. <laughs> no, dude, we'll, yes. do, we'll do we'll do character character reviews of the season, and that will be the name. Yeah, of the yeah, major but yeah, you heard I mean, it here first. But yeah, yeah I say, but about I, our future plans. Um. But I definitely agree. I mean, like, I think that it's been so nice to see this turnaround for major and like like you said like last year and last season he was just straight up the chaos killer and uh and it was tough like we you know major i think has had one of the most interesting journeys um out of the rest of the characters on the show because you know we really have gotten to see him human to zombie um like back and forth basically like with the cures and uh and he sort of has been one of the full journeys we've gotten from somebody uh who has been transformed and uh and it's nice because after everything and sort of finding the different ways to like sort of fit in and deal with everything uh yeah finally he's finally turned it around and he sort of has a bunch of good things going for him and he's he's finally kind of finding his place or fitting in a little more um as a zombie and to me, that's just really nice to see because I think, out of all the characters, he's he's the one that really deserves it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that scene was so much fun when he, you know, classic major to one like not back down and just doesn't care at this point. I, I thought it was really nice that he was willing to. Yeah, and he knows no matter what, like, in his eyes, he's kind of like, well, I'm either, right now, I'm either going to die from, you know, my my zombie side effects and everything. He's like, so why not go out risking it to, to keep that promise and save the girl? Yeah, and I think, too, that whole scene with him and Natalie, I mean, the whole, the whole story of the episode is great. Um, I, I just think, cause like, that's, that's kind of like his one, in a lot of ways, his one loose end, that one thing that's still tying him to that chaos killer mm-hmm. identity. Yeah. Um, at least for him personally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's in the public's eyes. That's what he is. But, uh, for, uh, f- well, first of all, the music choice right there is just great. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm, yeah, it's, it's up there with, uh, the one day more sequence at the end of, uh, the season two episode, the Whopper. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but, um, I think that scene between them is just so, 
so like powerful and emotional despite the fact that they've really only sh- like shared a few scenes together they only had that one episode together um and i think that's a credit to the actors to robert buckley and uh she oh my god why is her name escaping me who plays natalie because she uh, her name is brooke lyons yes thank you I brooke was, lyons brooke lyons i couldn't <laughs> but they're really great in that scene together um Especially, like, as Major's like, here, you can have a fresh start, and then you see all the excitement and the, you know, the hope and everything, but then he's also like, but you won't remember, after a couple days, you won't remember anyone, and there's, like, you know, there's the sadness of just that, of that happening, period, but Mm -hmm. then also the fact, too, that, like, she's not going to remember Major. You know, Major's essentially giving her a way to save herself, but she'll never remember that he was the one who helped her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought that was really – It's and it's kind of like we've seen Major try to be like, quote-unquote, like a hero, right, in all these different seasons. Like even last year, what he thought he was doing was right because it was protecting Liv. Um, but now it finally feels like that he, he – what he's doing is actually heroic. You know, he's – I feel like he's actually hitting – that, you know, that point, um, or that point's the wrong term. Anyway, he's finally become, he's finally reaching his potential in that way, mm-hmm. where he's always had these, you know, these good intentions, but now he's actually doing things kind of the right way to get to yeah. the results. Yep, I definitely um, agree. God, and then how the episode ends with him, first of all, where the hell are they? Second of all, like he's not worried about those bullets that the guy's talking about because he, for all he knows, he could die in the middle of battle from his, like you said, the side effects. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just such like a, such a dark, sad place to leave him in. And um, yeah, that was kind of interesting too. Like you said, where are they going? Um, like he, that briefly, was the, I didn't expect yeah. it so quickly, I guess, you know, he briefly drops in the beginning of the episode to Robbie, like, Oh, it's interesting. I could, you know, that I'm on call and like I could be halfway around the world, you know, in a, a war basically, or uh, militaristic uh, environment. And I was like intrigued when he brought that lineup, and then just to see him on the actual like plane at the end. Yeah, it just man, it like yeah, it was kind of disorienting in a way. Like, it kind of, like, it was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> um, but I also liked it, and I think, again, it pushes his story into interesting mm-hmm. and new and new places, um, which I'm so happy about because I think we all had this fear. I don't want to speak for both of you guys, but we all had a little bit of fear before the, before the season began when we were reading what Major was going to be up to, that it could potentially feel repetitive. Um, and yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it has at all. No, it's probably been one of, if not the freshest thing this season. Very much. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like for how we <laughs> have just been knocking, you know, that they've, the the choices they've made with Peyton, I agree. I think, like, this is one of the the better parts of, of these character evolutions because not only are we getting all of this different and unique uh, like solo major story um, and like all of these individual settings that he gets to explore. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fresh. Like you said, Chris, I think it, it finally feels like he's going about things in the right way. And that's yep. why I'm curious to continue to see sort of how this all plays out and how much more um, gets revealed about Fillmore Graves. Cause right now major is like doing great pretty much. Like he has uh he has a new friend, he's doing good at work, essentially, and, like, he's found this place where he fits in, and, you know, I, I just have this bad feeling in the back of my mind that it's, unf- like, the reality is eventually going to be brought to the surface. And well, and also, also the fact, too, like, he has all these new things, but he won't remember them. Exactly, and then, like... Or he's gonna die. Yeah, and so, like, how horrible would that be if, like everything you know sort of the truth comes out and things sort of get ruined for him and then yeah he either it either gets a little, like soured before he goes or uh the one good thing he was finally able to kind of like work his way through um 
turns out to be sort of a little misleading. Mm-hmm. Not sure. But yeah, it's definitely my favorite story going on right now. Um, I think it's just nice to see him have so much to do. Um, and it's also nice because in the past, I feel like everything he's done, you know, he's he's really been like hiding from everybody. And uh, and in this, while it's not like it's directly been brought up between like him and Liv or him and Peyton, you know, but it's nice, you know, you still see like Ravi included and uh, and like at least I really appreciate that at least one other character gets to experience what's going on with Major and know sort of like what's important to him and uh, and like they I mean they also did it with Liv last week with uh, walking in on them you know playing the dancing game and everything. <laughs> But it's yeah. it's just nice to see these other characters sort of see Major with motivation and happiness. Definitely. I wanted more of him on Zumba Instructor. Brand, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just an entire, like, mini-series of Zumba Instructor. Brand. <laughs> Honestly, if they did, like, little, like, five-minute mini-sodes or, like, webisodes and post them online of, of Major on different brains and it just let Robert Buckley flexes comedic chops like what if what if they made him what if they did like a little video where it they basically pretended he was the actual like video game instructor or something you know (laughs) and he's like walking through the movie he's like all right and we're gonna start out and like does the dances and stuff and is acting you know like coaching the viewer watching along yeah i think that would be fun though (laughs) definitely oh that would be fun and i'm curious like uh we sort of talked about this last week chris or at least you've brought this up to me but i'm curious to feel uh like about how you felt this week um but i sort of felt like live once again was uh a little bit sidelined sure i agree it it wasn't as bad there was and i wrote this in my review in like the first paragraph this episode i think is kind of what i wanted last week's to be Okay. Where it was an appropriate balance. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Like, I, I still wish that she was a little more involved, but I, it wasn't nearly as bad. Like, it, it definitely, I like that she still had, like, good well, scenes with other characters and important scenes, but... And also the fact, too, just the case of the week this week was more entertaining. And yeah. then it also, but what I also liked was, and we end the episode with it, is her and Clive's investi- continued investigation into the murders of Wally and his family. And, and, you know, I I wrote this in my review that, sorry, I keep saying, and I wrote this in my review. I swear I'm not trying to be like that promoter guy right now. Um, He, uh, that he, um, that like this, like kind of blind hatred that these people have, you know, that, uh, what's his name? Harley Johns or whatever in the, uh, the final scene. And he's just based, and we find out that his brother was, or his cousin or whoever it was, was um a uh like the lab technician or whatever yeah the the sci- one of the scientists who they cut his arm off but so he knows zombies are real and like essentially he had proof but he basically says like it's not murder they're not alive like there's going to be no reasoning with a lot of these people yeah like absolutely no reasoning and i think that's the most dangerous part not the fact that they have guns not the fact that they can figure out where you live it's just the fact that there is no there is no talking to them. There is no showing them, hey, look, like I'm as like live going. I'm a zombie. I'm walking and talking and and functioning just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of ignorance and hatred is really is really the most dangerous thing about them and definitely the scariest thing about them. And I mean, to end the episode in that way where, you know, and he's firing off the shots and Clive and Liv are just looking. Adam and they have to be thinking to themselves, how the hell are we going to stop something like this? Uh, so, so anyway, getting back to the point where she brought up, I yeah, she's a little bit pushed off to the side, but she has so many good moments, and that overall, that overarching story for the season two was going through it. Whereas last week we didn't touch anything having to deal with Fillmore Graves or the zombie human conflict. Well, that's what I was um, going to say. That's what I, you actually pretty much Sorry, like went into it. no it's it's fine um but yeah i was gonna say sort of a similar thing was i what i appreciated out of this week was that time was at least dedicated to like you said um her and clive's um journey and uh investigation 
to sort of continue to map out the i think the like reality of this of the reveal of zombies and this uh this possible oncoming war um and so i I really liked that and i liked the scenes involving that and sort of like you said how every you know aside from last week like it feels it does feel like we take major steps towards um like this build-up and everything um so it's definitely interesting uh sean what do you think about like this you know i guess the continuous look into all how all these people kind of view zombies and if they believe in them or not well it gives us the season antagonist it's Mm -hmm. the human race as a whole public this well this specific sect of the populace, the conspiracy nuts, the conspiracy form junkies. And I just wanted to sidetrack for a second, though, when Clive picked up that gun and just threw off three <laughs> shots. Oh, my God. Perfect shots. And he's like, huh, nothing's off here. So badass. I love reminders that Clive's badass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, just casually. And then he just puts it down. That's the most badass away. thing about him. He doesn't—he doesn't show at all. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, because we don't have you know Blaine or Mister Boss or Max Rager as sort of the antagonist, so we had to we had to create like an antagonist force that's fragmented but also sort of together at the same time and we're getting little bits and pieces of it now which will hopefully pay off in future episodes you know after episode six it should start that sort of section of the story should start picking up and fulfilling itself in some way yes no i'm with you there i mean i think that I found it I find it really interesting. I think it's a nice topic for them to finally um to finally I guess like start to get into. It's I've enjoyed it this season. Um but yeah, I just like how it's becoming more and more of a reality and kind of like I yeah, I agree with you too, Chris, how you said you mentioned their fate, you know, Clive and Liv's faces at the end just realizing um like holy crap, this guy you know, he, he legitimately knows like one, he legitimately knows and he has, um, you know, the facts and source to back it up, even though, uh, his brother or family member, uh, died, but it's one that people are learning the truth and two, just seeing their raw reaction to it. Um, because they don't, you know, they obviously aren't as, they don't know any zombies. They don't know that, if you can sustain the uh, the intake of brains and basically just make sure they're fed properly, that they're still legitimate people and like fully functioning people. Um, well, well, and I think we're led to believe too with with what he's the target he's shooting at that his family member only showed him yes um, the full on the, zo- like the deteriorated the, zombie yeah the ones Romero's. that they were yes. the Romeros that they were. Um, that they were experimenting on in the basement. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you know, that's what I think I find interesting is that they're, they're taking advantage of sort of our, of how communication, I guess, even is presented in just the everyday world and, you know, how easy it is to be misled or be fed, uh, like misinformation in a way and, and how people can just form opinions fully off of that. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's dark stuff, but it's good stuff. And, uh, I mean, thankfully last night had a lot of, a lot of good comedy in the, um, in the case of the week, Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of balance that, uh, (laughs) because there was that, that was the other thing. I think that's what I was happy about too, because kind of like, last week's brain felt like such like a kind of like a retread of other brains before blaze. I know you and I mentioned about it feeling kind of like the optimist brain from last season. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't know, just Liv's interactions with Clive, and especially to when she when he doesn't know that the victim was a gossiper at first, and then he finds out in the interrogation room, and they both just go, oh, like, because <laughs> uh, cause, cause Clive at first is like, Liv, why, wait, like, why are you worried about Kavanaugh and the police chief, the police captain, like, what are they up to? He's, he's like, he's like, she's wearing a padded bra, and he's like, what, what the hell's going on? And then Why is he, that important? And then as soon as he has that, like, figured out, it's, it's just really, really funny. Um, and, uh, and yeah, there's just so many moments like that. I mean, you know, even Ravi, as much as like the worst he's been the past couple weeks, like his, his enthusiasm for Rhonda's, uh, adult films were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I tried to write down all the titles and I couldn't, but just to like the one that they catch her with is the hunt me deadly. Yeah. And, and then he has the line where it's, it's uh bone her, no doubt put no doubt part of the Criterion hardcore collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just is it's so And then good. and then also when uh when Cli- Clive's face when he sees Ravi like slowly peering past the like through the doorway as he walks by when uh, she's in interrogation. Dude, and then Malcolm Goodwin <laughs> tweeted out, I saw on Twitter this morning, he tweeted out the gif of that and just wrote, The thirst is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, there's so many, I mean, even something like, um, even something like, I just loved Rose. Rose, I thought, was just note perfect throughout this whole episode. Just even, like, her, her reaction to the second binder that Clive gives her, and she's like, I will juice you you like an orange, my friend. Like, (laughs) and just, it's just, I don't know. I I really, I I didn't have, like, super high expectations for this brain, Um, and maybe it was because I was so jilted again by last week's episode, but I I really, I really had a good time with it. And and I also like, too, um, uh, about the case of the week, that it wasn't tied up in kind of the usual fashion. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah, they, it was u- more unique. Yeah, and that Liv and Clive had to kind of use their brain power, look through the bl- bl- blueprints, and uh, figure it out that way instead of just being like, "Oh, well, a vision caught you in a lie." And um, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the freshness to it. But that i mean I, do you guys have anything else you want to add or talk about um um i just will make one note that i'm totally sure that rahul is a ps4 player more so than an xbox one player <laughs> or that they have both gaming systems and choose to exclusively play the xbox this episode because <laughs> it was halo and diablo yeah. that they were playing I want to say, I know for a fact it was Halo that he was playing. Yeah, that I Major saw Halo was playing. Well. I wasn't sure if it was Diablo. It was I, I wasn't sort sure of about the second one. Top-down RPG dungeon crawler. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really have much more to mention aside from uh, I, the, like kind of comic book title cards this week two that i thought were really good that i jotted down where uh now you serum now you don't <laughs> and uh mission responsible <laughs> I, thought that, I don't know i i've grown like i've always liked them but this season i've tried to make it like a uh, a thing to to jot down all the good ones i find so mm-hmm. um but yeah no i think i mean i personally i think we hit on all the major topics from uh from this episode it was it was really good yeah no we definitely talked about everything that uh you know i had i guess listed and wanted to cover um but yeah i think it was overall just a like you said a really fun and fresh feeling case of the week um but the show yeah it, it got back to sort of the balance that we're used to seeing and uh still a couple flaws as we talked about or still a couple of frustrations but um but yeah no i like i'm really happy with most of the stuff that uh, iZombie's doing right now, and I think it's leading to some really 
um, just like heavy endings, I guess, to these plot threads. Um, so, so I also want to give a quick shout out to the iZombie writers room for uh, tweeting out that picture of uh, of Payton last night. I thought that was hey, hey East Coast. Let's post this picture and scare the crap out of the West Coast. Yeah, right. I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> Didn't fool me. <laughs> oh, Blaze and Blaze, I want to give you a shout out uh, for the uh, for the live for the end, the end of your live tweeting last night, going full Gossip Girl, and even making <laughs> even making Sean believe that we had possibly been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you were hacked. I was just saying maybe was given one access. of our <laughs> maybe our producer had given access to. Someone he had been talking to me about. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. I I that was the I mean that was the first thing that sort of jumped into my mind when it when it was like gossip brain. So definitely, well played, please. Well played. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> and sorry. One, this is kind of like off topic because I totally spaced out about mentioning it in the news segment, guys. Uh, we have a date for the season three finale. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, probably because I don't want to think about the end of the season already because we're only four episodes in. But, uh, yeah, the season finale, season three finale is set for uh, Tuesday, June 27th uh, at 9 p.m. on the CW. So it doesn't look like we're going to get like a two hour finale or anything like we did last year. Um, and, uh yeah, so we have iZombie until the end of June. So June 27th, that Tuesday, is the season three finale date. And not much really to say about that, but, yeah. It's yeah. a thing. It exists. Exactly. Let's just hope it's not the series finale. Come on, CW, just pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're only four episodes in, but pick it up anyways. Exactly. And um, as far as I know, we had uh, an, one uh, episode response from uh, on the Twitter feed. Um, I don't know. Were there any, Sean, were there I, any more that you noticed? I only saw the one. And uh, that one comes from our good friend Ivan at IvanQuack95. Um, his thoughts on this episode, he says, This episode is much better than last week's. Uh, the murder case is more interesting, and live on Office Gossip's brain uh, is fun to watch. Um, Peyton's relationship with Blaine isn't my favorite thing, but I like the complexities and moral dilemma that it brings to the show. Fair enough, Ivan. Fair enough. I, uh, no, I, I pretty much agree with him. Um, I think that he, you know, he he definitely gets it, and uh, and yeah, while there is naivety um, there in Peyton and her character and how she acts, um, yeah, there's definitely still, like we said, good stuff coming out of that love triangle. So, thanks for your thoughts, yeah. Ivan. We uh, we always appreciate them. Thanks, Ivan. And yeah, it's the love triangle's not unsalvageable. No, it's it's just uh, it's just in a rough place at the moment. Yeah. It just needs some work. It, some needs, it needs some. It needs some love. Yeah, some TLC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that will pretty much wrap up our uh, our episode review and move us into plugs. So, with that, Chris, what do you got going on? Um, so you guys can find me as always at Seekinger13 on Twitter. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday morning, so I'll have my review of tonight's Arrow up later tonight after the episode airs. Uh, excited for that show to come back. Um, I'll be reviewing that. I'll be reviewing Arrow, iZombie, and Supergirl all next week. And speaking of Supergirl, um, something kind of cool that I can announce. Uh, tonight, actually, I'll be um, recording with uh, Rebecca over at Supergirl Radio. Uh, I'm going to be joining her um, kind of as like a guest slash co-host to discuss uh, – this week's Supergirl because uh, of Rahul being on it. Um, so, oh, nice! Yeah, Very fun. yeah she, I was she, wondering if we were doing something with them. So, awesome. yeah, yeah, that she approached me about it, and uh, Carly and and uh, and Morgan unfortunately aren't available, but she and I are gonna gonna make a fun duo for that, and uh, I'm I'm excited to talk about you know get a chance to talk about that show more and to talk about uh, you know Rahul's guest appearance on it because uh, it was a lot of fun. So. 
if you guys don't already listen to Supergirl Radio, you should, and uh, be on the lookout for uh, for my kind of guest spot on it. Uh, I think it, the episode will go up tomorrow morning. So uh, check it out. Thanks, guys. All right. And uh, Sean, what do you got going on? Where can they find you? Um, usual places. At Snarky Sean. You know, the usual. Um, I'm actually starting to write again for the Marvel Report. I've managed to eke out just a couple of animation short reviews and work my way there. Uh, uh, expect my review of Guardians of the Galaxy, both the animated series and the Telltale games, eventually, once I actually get around to doing both. Um, and I've got another podcast, Geekish Toku Podcast, where we discuss things like Supergirl, Flash, sometimes Arrow when I decide to uh, talk about it, as well as uh, all the Japanese tokusatsu spandex-clad crazy superheroes on that side of the pond. Uh, there's some other things I've got in the works, too, but not sure when I should be able to talk about them, but just stay tuned on my Twitter, my Twitter feed just to keep in touch with that. Very cool. And cryptic but exciting. Yeah, right. <laughs> always, always got to be cryptic, man. Always got to be cryptic. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Blaze Hopkins. Um, comic reviews for the Marvel Report coming out. Um, Supergirl, Flash, Agents of Shield reviews all being pumped out over at tvovermind.com. Um, what else? What else do I got? That might be it right now, but, um, you know, always pumping something out. We're all, all the three of us are always, uh, always going to be pushing out stuff for pop culture related. That's a lot of fun to check out. So, you know, make sure you're, you're following us and, and, uh, if it piques your interest, then feel free to reach out to us. And as always, don't forget to follow the iZombie Radio Twitter account, um, which is at iZombie Radio, uh, iZombie Radio on Facebook. Um, you know, check us out on iTunes. Download the episodes. Uh, drop a rating and review if you could. It really helps us out. And uh, and yeah, you know, as always, just continue interacting with us on Twitter. Leave us your feedback. Um, we're always looking to, to communicate with everybody and uh, and just talk with everybody who loves iZombie as much as we do. But for us here at iZombie Radio, that'll wrap up this week's episode. Um, well, did you plug DCTV Podcasts? No, there's also the DCTV Podcast <laughs> Network, which you'll see retweeted all the time on our Twitter feed and be mentioned in... Normally every episode of iZombie Radio, unless I forget. <laughs> but oh, again, anything you know related to DC that's on TV, um, we are a part of this great network that's pumping out a lot of uh, great podcasts. Whether it's about Flash, Arrow, uh, DC Classics, you know, uh, Supergirl. Of, yeah, just ton of great, ton of great um, t- television on right now, and. Uh, and, you know, we want to make sure we cover it all and have good people talking about all of these great characters. So, anything else? I mean, if you want to plug everything, I'm... No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, uh, I mean, ironically, coming back to you. No, once again, don't forget to check out Supergirl Radio. Um, it should be a fun episode to have Chris on. Uh, I know I'm excited to at least like hear uh, his thoughts about. You didn't have the show. to do that, please. <laughs> no, I honestly was. I mean, no. Again, I was. I had planned on doing that regardless. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it should be fun. And I mean, again, it's like we want to support you and uh, and have everybody else support you as well. So. Cool. Thanks, guys. It means a lot. But that'll pretty much do it here for us at iZombie Radio. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.